Welcome to Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha, a podcast shared by David Roylance. This podcast is dedicated to guiding you to completely eliminate the discontent mind and the suffering it causes by attaining enlightenment. Learn and practice the teachings of Gotama Buddha that will guide you to fully attain a peaceful, calm, serene, and content mind with joy. To support this podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash support Buddha or visit buddhadailywisdom.com where you will discover a full range of courses, retreats, and online learning resources to assist you on the path to enlightenment. Now, here's our teacher to share more. Hello and welcome to Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha. Today is our group learning program and we're studying loving-kindness meditation. So I'd like to welcome all of you to our group learning program. This is our fourth part of a four-part series where I've been sharing loving-kindness meditation over the course of four individual classes. The loving-kindness meditation is something that you need in order to eliminate anger, hatred, and ill will. In order to move the mind to this peaceful, calm, serene, and content mind with joy, you're going to need to understand loving-kindness meditation. Of course, breathing mindfulness meditation is in there as well. That's what you need in order to eliminate craving, desire, attachment, and cultivate mindfulness and concentration. But also, you need loving-kindness meditation in order to cultivate loving kindness and eliminate anger, hatred, and ill will, where the mind's bitter and harsh and hostile. It really helps to also eliminate negative self-talk if you have that in your mind. So this meditation is essentially helping you to rewire your mind and move it towards this loving kindness or this active goodwill, this genuine interest in seeing all beings be well. So I'd like to welcome you, whether you've been joining us for the entire four-part series or whether this is the first class that you've actually joined, I'd like to welcome all of you and invite you to meditate together with us. Let me share some visual aids with you to be able to help you just kind of remind those of you guys that were here in our previous classes and anybody who's joining for the first time, this will just help you to understand how we do our loving-kindness meditation. With loving-kindness meditation, we start with a chant where I'll be doing some chanting in order to ease the mind into the meditation. And then we'll do about a five-minute breathing mindfulness meditation where this will help you to be able to start getting awareness of the mind, build some concentration, and start to focus the mind on the breath. And we'll do that for about five minutes or so. Then I'm gonna come in with some affirmations. These are affirmations that you repeat in the mind on the out-breath. So as you're breathing out, you will repeat the affirmation that I share. I will say, may I be peaceful. That's what I'll start with. And you say that on the out breath. And then there'll be a nice deep inhale. And then may I be safe. And then you'll breathe in. And then on the out breath, may I be well. And then of course you'll breathe in. And then on the last out breath, may I be free of all discontentedness and the suffering it causes. And then we're going to make these successively wider rings that become wider and wider and wider, ultimately getting to all beings. And what you would like to do is customize this meditation for your specific needs. The visual aid that I'm using is just a very basic structure just to kind of show you how you structure it. But you would like to kind of have six or eight different rings where you're moving to wider and wider 
wider rings, but you're including individuals that you currently have loving kindness for, that you'd like to maintain that and support it and encourage the loving kindness in your mind. You might like to include some individuals that you're more neutral with, and you'd like to include individuals that you have anger, hatred, ill will, or animosity, or bitterness. Even if they're not in your life anymore, you need to eliminate and liberate the mind and become free of any anger, hatred, and ill will. So you'll customize your meditation over time. In this particular guided meditation, I'm going to use rings that are applicable to all of us, that all of us can meditate with. But when you're doing this on your own, you would like to customize it for your specific needs so that that way you'll be able to ensure that you're targeting certain individuals that you'd like to maintain loving kindness for, that you'd like to cultivate loving kindness for, and you'd like to eliminate certain anger, hatred, and ill will in the mind. This will help you to be able to transform the mind and get to this loving kindness or this active goodwill. So if you would like to join for meditation, you might take a position either seated on the floor or seated in a chair. You can also do loving kindness from the standing position or the lying position. We don't usually do loving kindness meditation from the walking position. So if you'd like to take a position maybe on the floor or on a chair, you might decide that you would have a cushion under your rear. Having the cushion under your rear gets your hips up in the air and it lessens the angle at the hips, the knees, and the ankles. And this will help the circulation flow in the lower body. If you're in a chair, you might just put your feet flat on the floor or crossed at the ankles. The Buddha put his right hand over his left with his thumbs together and he put this into his lap. If that's comfortable for you, you could use that, but that may not be comfortable for you. And there's other options here. You could put your palms on your thighs. You could put your palms on your knees. Some people even like to put their palms up. If you're in a chair with armrests, some people even like to just rest their arms on the armrest of the chair. Essentially, the lower body and the hands and arms should be completely relaxed and comfortable. This will ensure that the body is not luxurious, but it's also not painful so that it's in the middle where it's nice and comfortable. So with the lower body and hands and arms comfortable, you would like the upper body to be erect. The upper body being erect keeps the mind attentive and alert during the meditation. You need that alertness and that attentiveness of the mind because that's going to ensure that you can do this dedicated, active, purposeful training session where you're eliminating certain unwholesome qualities and you're cultivating certain wholesome qualities. So by having your upper body erect, this keeps the mind attentive and alert during the meditation. Next, you might just decide to close the eyes and start breathing in through the nose and out through the nose. You can hang out here with the breath while I do the chanting, or if you know these chants, you're welcome to join along and do the chanting as well. After the chants, I'm gonna come back with some guidance to help you get into breathing mindfulness meditation and then into loving kindness meditation. Ara-hang-sam-ha-sam-ho-to-em-ha-ke-wa-ho-tang-ma-ke-wan-hang-api-wa-te-el-mi-ho-tang-ma-ke-wan-hang-api-wa-te-el-mi-ho-tang-ma
สวัสดีมากวัตตัมมุดามังนามสามิสุปฏิปันโอมากวัตโตสาวกสังโฆสังขังนามามิณัปปรสาภะเกวโตอาราตุสมาสัพุตัสานัปปรสาภะเกวโตอาราตุสมาสัพุตัสานับมรสาภะคือวัตุอาราตุสมาสัพุตัสอิติปิสุมหคือวาอาราหสมาสัมโตวิชาจารณังสมโนสกาตโรกาวิตุอนุเตโรปุริสดามาสติสัตตาวามนุสนังพุทโธภาเกวัติโอเค with the lower body and hands and arms comfortable in the upper body erect just close the eyes And start breathing in through the nose and out through the nose. Here you're just looking to establish the breath, a nice, natural, steady, consistent breath, not forced or controlled. Just a gradual inhale through the nose. Establishing a nice, natural breath, not forced or controlled. And when you're ready, exhale out through the nose, breathing in and out. Breathing in and out. Your breath may not match up with the guidance that I'm providing, 
and that's okay. This is your practice. Just use my voice as a reminder that wherever you get to your next inhale, breathe in gradually through the nose, experiencing a nice natural breath. And when you're ready, exhale out through the nose, breathing in, and out. Breathing in and out. With the breath well established, start fixating the mind on the breath either the sound of the breath coming into the nose or the sensation of air moving over the skin into the nose. The breath is the present moment. Fixate the mind on the breath, the present moment. Breathing in. and out. Breathing in and out. With the mind fixated on the breath, whenever you notice that the mind moves off the breath, Cut that off, let it go, and come back to the breath, the present moment. No need to observe the thought, label it, judge it, analyze it, or even try to figure out where it's coming from. Just wherever you notice that the mind is moved off the breath, cut that off, let it go, and come back to the breath, the present moment. Breathing in and out. Breathing in and out. I'm going to be quiet now and let you do this work of focusing on the breath, cutting off and letting go anytime the mind moves off the breath. You have nowhere to go. There's nothing to do. No one needs you right now. This is your time to focus on the breath. Breathing in and out.
Continuing to breathe in through the nose and out through the nose. Repeat these affirmations in the mind on the out breath. May I be peaceful. May I be safe. May I be well. free of all discontentedness in the suffering it causes. May we be peaceful. May we be safe. May we be free of all discontentedness in the suffering it causes.
May my parents and grandparents be peaceful. May they be safe. May they be well. May they be free of all discontentedness in the suffering it causes. May my family and friends be peaceful. May they be safe. May they be well. May they be free of all discontentedness in the suffering it causes. May all those 
who have harmed me be peaceful. May they be safe. May they be well. May they be free of all discontentedness in the suffering it causes. May all those who I have harmed be peaceful. May they be safe. May they be free of all discontentedness in the suffering it causes. May all beings be peaceful.
all beings be safe. discontentedness in the suffering it causes. Turn back to breathing mindfulness meditation, focusing on the breath, cutting off and letting go any time the mind moves off the breath. Breathing in. And out.
Just ease your way out. So I'm going to open up to questions here in a moment, but I would like to just kind of share a few things since this is our last class for now on loving kindness meditation out of this four part series is I would like you to understand that when you're doing loving kindness meditation, you're not sending loving kindness to others. You're not trying to change others through your meditation. Instead, you're transforming your mind. This is really important to always keep in mind that you're always essentially rewiring this mind through these affirmations so that you can have this active goodwill without judgment. You can have this genuine interest in seeing others be well. That's what you're doing through this meditation because right now in the unenlightened state when maybe someone's doing something you disagree with or maybe they're bitter or harsh to you, Maybe you go down this path of harshness and animosity and resentfulness. And that's a well-worn path that you know well where it ends, which is to broken relationships. 
And what you're trying to do in your meditation and then also in your daily life is go down this new path and forge this new path. You're getting out your machete and cutting down the bushes and the stickers and moving the debris back so that you can now create this new path of loving kindness where you have this genuine interest in seeing all beings be well. So when people are bitter or hostile or having animosity or doing things that you disapprove of or you disagree with, instead of being argumentative and hostile and aggressive, instead be loving and kind. And sometimes rather than reacting with hostility or aggression, just respond. And your response might be just to ignore it and move on or walk away. If you stand there and argue and you're hostile and you're aggressive, this is just going to create more and more conflict, more and more hostility, more and more argumentative speech that's going to just keep your mind wired in that anger, hatred, and ill will. And you're trying to break that. You're trying to dismantle that. Essentially, the way that I think about it is if somebody picks up a rubber ball and they throw the rubber ball of hatred and it's starting to bounce around, if you pick up the rubber ball of hatred and you start throwing it around and then they pick it up and they throw it around, you guys got this rubber ball of hatred and anger bouncing all around you and nobody likes that. It doesn't feel nice. So if somebody picks up the ball of anger, hatred, and no will and throws it around, just watch it roll into the corner and let it lose its energy. And maybe, like I said, you need to walk away and just kind of ignore it. So this meditation is going to help you to be able to do that. Where right now you might not have control of your mind to be able to do that. But more and more, as you practice breathing mindfulness meditation to knock down your cravings and you knock down your ill will, your anger, your frustration, your irritation, your annoyance, your dislike, as you knock all that down, you'll gain more and more control over your mind where you don't need to be bitter and hostile and harsh to people. Because if you are bitter, hostile and harsh to people, that's all going to come back to you. Whether it's your life partner, your children, your parents, your coworkers, your friends, your neighbors, your family members, as you're bitter and harsh and hostile to people, they're just going to treat you that same way. So you would like to transform your mind so that you can be more loving and kind in these relationships. And over time, you can transform your relationships. There are certain relationships on the path to enlightenment that as you're walking forward to enlightenment, you might choose to eliminate those relationships and just move on. That there's too much hostility, there's too much aggression, you're not committed to the relationship, and you're just going to move on. And then there's other relationships that you're more committed to. Maybe your parents or your siblings, or maybe a life partner or a child or something like this, where, yeah, it's not always peaceful and joyful in your relationship, but you're really committed to this relationship and you're going to work on your mind in order to improve this. And maybe they're going to work on their mind at some point too. You don't know, but you're committed to this relationship and you're going to work through it. And then there's completely new relationships that you were forged on this path to enlightenment where you'll only ever be loving and kind to those new people in your life and they'll only ever be loving and kind to you back. And this is how you improve the results of the decisions that you made in the past. If in the past you've been associating with bitter and hostile and harsh people and your mind is kind of conformed to that and that's what you do as well, 
you're going to need to learn to not do that. And you might need to move on from some of those relationships. And you'll decide those for yourself as you go. But if you continue to be bitter and harsh and hostile and you keep putting that out, it's just going to keep coming back to you. So this meditation is going to help you to transform that so that now through your intentions, your speech and your actions, you can be more loving and kind in your relationships and you can break up this log jam of hostility and bitterness that might be plaguing your life in some situations or some relationships. So that's the first thing to understand is that your meditation is always to transform your own mind. Another thing to keep in mind is as you're doing your two to three meditation sessions per day, and I understand you need to build up to that. It's not something you can just snap your fingers and do today. Some people take six months, a year, even two years or longer to build up to that, depending on what's going on in your life. If you're doing those two sessions or three sessions a day, the one in the morning really works well to be loving kindness because it kind of sets up your mind to go out into the world and be more loving and kind. And then in your evening session, you might make that breathing mindfulness meditation. But if you're working through a lot of hostility, a lot of anger, you might make both of them loving kindness meditation because you've got a little bit of breathing mindfulness meditation in there. So you might think about kind of strategically organizing your meditation practice based on what you need at any one particular time. Like right now, you're not going to know how you will meditate for the rest of your life. Your meditation practice is impermanent. It will change. If you're dealing with a bunch of anger for a week or two or a month or so, Maybe you need to be doing a lot of loving kindness meditation. And then over time, maybe as your anger is starting to dissipate, maybe you only need one in the morning and then breathing mindfulness in the evening. So you can figure that out on your own, but keep that in mind that doing loving kindness in the morning can oftentimes set up your day really nice for you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to open up to any questions that you guys might have related to any of the meditation that I teach, either loving kindness or breathing mindfulness, or if you have any other questions related to any aspect of the path to enlightenment, you can put this into Facebook, YouTube, or Zoom, or in Zoom, you can electronically raise your hand and ask any questions or follow-up questions directly. It looks like we have some comments here, maybe some questions from Miriam. First, she was saying, you know, good morning, good evening, because we were talking before class. But here she says, when we think of other people we want to have better connection with, what is the difference between thinking he, she, they, or we? So when I'm doing these affirmations of we, what I'm thinking is the people who are meditating together, like our community. So when I'm doing we, I'm thinking about you, Miriam, you, Francis. I think your name is Shell and Chrissy and anybody else who's meditating, Amina or Bruce or Max or Brenna or any of you people that are even meditating with us through the replays. I'm thinking about our community. And then I go through would normally when I would do loving kindness meditation, I would say, may mom be peaceful, or I might use my sister's name, or I might have used an employee or a customer. I would use a specific name, but here I'm just using we in order to refer to those of us that are meditating together. And then when I move to the next ring and say, I say, may my family and friends be peaceful. And then I say, may they be safe. They is referring to the friends and family, right? So all those subsequent statements are referring to the main one. And now I move to the next one, right? May those people that I have harmed 
be peaceful. Then the next statement is, may they be safe. So I'm referring to that individual, that group of individuals. So you can customize this either for a group, like if you have anger, hatred, ill will towards politicians or police officers or lawyers or electricians or construction workers, you can use groups of people or you can also do individuals. It's up to you. And this is once again, where you'll customize this meditation based on what's going on in your mind. Everybody's mind's a little bit different and you might need certain people in your meditation for a few days or a few weeks or even a few months that if you're really working to wear away some anger, hatred, ill will. And then over time, as you've worn away that, then you might bring some other people in or out of your meditation that you're trying to support the loving kindness in your mind or you're trying to eliminate any anger, hatred, or will that's in the mind for those particular people. Even if they've already died and you're never going to see them ever again, if your mind's holding on to resentfulness or ill will or anger towards that person or that group of people, you can't get to enlightenment because you still have the pollution of ill will in your mind. And it's not just directed towards that person. It's coming out in other situations too. So in order to liberate the mind and free it of its anger, hatred, ill will, and those lesser versions like frustration, irritation, annoyance, and things like that, you're going to need to include anybody and everybody at some point that you have anger, hatred, and ill will for. And as you work through these different individuals and you've cultivated loving kindness, you can move them out and move other people in. And eventually, you'll get to the point where you don't have any anger, hatred, and ill will. The mind can just be peaceful and joyful among all individuals. And you can just love all beings unconditionally where you don't have this conditional love, which isn't really love. It's craving, desire, attachment, masquerading as love. You can get to the point where you see all beings in the world like your family so when you go to have a taxi driver or you have a food server or any other individual that you encounter in the given day rather than viewing them as a stranger you just think of them as a family member you haven't met yet because the way that you perceive the world is going to inform how you make decisions. And oftentimes we think about people that we don't know, we've been taught that they're strangers and strangers are bad. And this is conditioning that the mind has taken on. And now there's a certain amount of distrust or there's a certain amount of animosity or looking out for enemies around you. And you're trying to break down all those walls by doing this loving kindness meditation where you have nothing but this genuine interest in seeing all beings be well, and this active goodwill. And one of the ways you can do that is change your perception and change your perspective that these people aren't strangers. They're just family members I haven't met yet because the Buddha talks about we've been reborn so many countless times that it would be impossible to encounter a being that hasn't previously been your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your son, your daughter, or some other relative. So when that mosquito is buzzing around, that's like your grandmother or your brother, your sister. So you're not interested in, you know, killing it with your with your hands. Instead, it's like, all right, you know, go away, go away, little mosquito, you know, go, go do something else. You know, I'm not interested in having you around right now. So go have fun somewhere else, <laughs> you know? So if you think about animals and humans as just being family members you haven't met yet, you can notice that your mind and your heart can open up to loving kindness and compassion more readily. Looks like Francis has a question as well. Oh, you're welcome, Miriam. I need to include myself in the group of people I'm thinking about. Yes, that's true. Where 
you are doing that, may I be peaceful, safe, well, and free of discontentedness, you might do that more than one time. Particularly if you have negative self-talk in the mind and you tend to degrade yourself and look down on yourself, that's the way you get rid of it. And it'll take time for you to wear that away, but over time you can start thinking more positively about yourself, this being who you are. So you can include yourself once, or you can do yourself multiple times if you like. Because in order to have a healthy relationship with others and have loving kindness with others, you need to learn how to love yourself. So what I teach students is to fall in love with yourself. Take yourself out to dinner, to the movies, go to the park. If you enjoy spending time with yourself, other people will enjoy spending time with you as well. But if you don't enjoy spending time alone, why would anybody ever enjoy spending time with you, right? So you need to be able to fall in love with yourself and just really thoroughly enjoy that time where you go out, maybe even on vacations and holidays where you travel alone. That's really common here in Thailand. People will travel alone. And this is a way to fall in love with yourself and enjoy being alone. Because if you enjoy being with yourself, others will enjoy being with you as well. Francis has a question here. It says, I normally have the visual of the person in my mind when I'm directing loving kindness to. Is this done right? Yes, the Buddha talks about enveloping people with loving kindness. And one of the ways that I used to do this is as I was doing the affirmations, I would visualize the individual or the group of individuals, and I would visualize this syrup of loving kindness kind of enveloping their body. So that visual really helps to kind of rewire the mind. So when I would do my mom, I would think about her like sitting in front of me and meditating and we're just looking at each other of course i have my eyes closed and i would be looking at her and seeing her and i would just envision all this syrup coming over her head and all over her body and encompassing her whole body and this syrup is loving kindness this active goodwill this genuine interest in seeing her be well so you can visualize individuals or groups of individuals and this will just help to further soak in the loving kindness into the mind and ensure that you can cultivate that in the mind and bubble it up so that now when you go out in the world you can be more loving and kind right like today i taught at the temple and i usually go set up my computer turn on the air conditioning and stuff like that and then i go off and walk down the street and i go to the restaurant to get some breakfast before class And there's usually taxi drivers on the street. There's people walking on the street and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm just like, hey, good morning. How are you? Sawadee kap. You know, and a couple of them, they're there regularly. So now I kind of have had a little bit of a relationship with them. And you build up your relationships with people and you learn how to keep your mind uplifted. Where oftentimes, if you're expecting somebody to say hello back to you and they don't say hello back to you, you might feel painful feelings. So you feel like you can't say hello to people. But if you go around the world and you just smile at people and you be friendly and polite and warm and loving, sure, you know, there's going to be some people that are grumpy and irritable. Okay, that's on them. You know, they're going to be grumpy and irritable. But you can be positive and uplifting and you can keep the mind uplifted. And you can do this with people that you don't know. You're just walking down the street and just say, smile and say hello. I was in Burger King with my son the other day because they have plant-based burgers and there was a delivery driver sitting down working on his phone and I was on my way to the bathroom and I just patted him on the shoulder on my way to the bathroom and he looked up at me and I just smiled at him and they just kept walking, right? You can do these little things like, you know, you can just be so loving and kind and warm and just see everybody as a family member and it just is a really wonderful way to live life thinking that way. So 
you can visualize people, Francis, and then you can take it even further that when you're going about your daily life, you can just be thinking of everyone as a family member and just keep the mind uplifted and joyful as you travel around your town or your neighborhood or wherever you're going in the world. Just keep your mind uplifted and smiling. You're welcome, Francis. Pleased to help you. I'm going to take a look at our other platforms here and see if we have any questions coming in. All right, I don't see anything on YouTube. I'm going to check all of our Facebook groups. We're live streaming to a bunch of different places in Facebook. Okay, I'm not seeing any questions anywhere else in our platforms. So what I'll do then is I will just thank all of you guys for joining for today's class and uh, remind you to build up your meditation practice because that's what you'll need to do over the course of your life is gradually build it up. And no matter what happens in your meditation, it was a beneficial meditation. Don't view it as good or bad or right or wrong. It was beneficial because you got some insight about your mind. You can see that your mind's either busy or overactive or it's calm, or you can see that your mind has anger in it and you need more work on it. This is all very helpful. So just keep working at your meditation practice and understand it's a work in progress. Our next Wednesday class, I'm gonna be starting a four-part series on Buddhist chanting because as you guys see, I do Buddhist chanting prior to meditation and afterwards. So I'm gonna teach you guys how to do this chanting and help you understand what these chants are and what the words mean and how you can actually use this in your practice to strengthen and develop your meditation practice. And we're gonna do that over a four-part series on Wednesdays. Then this Sunday in our group learning program, I'm going to be in chapter four of this book, which is Developing a Life Practice, The Path That Leads to Enlightenment. Chapter four is titled The Four Noble Truths, Establishing Right View. This is where you can have the breakthrough and understanding what's causing your anger and your sadness and your frustration and all those other discontent feelings like guilt and shame and fear, resentment, boredom, loneliness, jealousy, all that grief and misery and despair that might have occurred at different times in your life. You're going to understand what's actually causing this and how to eliminate it. Oftentimes we blame other people for the feelings that we experience, but what you're going to learn in the Four Noble Truths and be able to independently verify for yourself is that your mind is causing this discontent feelings and that's why you can actually eliminate them. So the Buddha calls this a breakthrough, that if a student can learn and understand and independently verify and start to practice the Four Noble Truths, you can have this breakthrough to be able to see the truth because as long as you don't know what the problem is with your anger and other feelings, you'll never be able to solve it. But if you understand what the cause is, then you can actually work to eliminate it. So if you're interested in getting to this enlightened mind where the mind is peaceful, calm, serene, and content with joy, you're gonna to need to know what is causing these discontent feelings and then how to eliminate them. So I'm gonna be starting that on Sunday at the same time, either 9 a.m. Thai time or 9 p.m. Thai time. So you have two different classes to attend. So thank you all for joining for today's class. And as you need help, feel free to reach out in the Facebook group, ask questions in the online classes, send a private message, or schedule personal guidance. We'll see you guys in one of these future classes. Have a wonderful and lovely rest of your day. Sawadee Thank you for listening to this podcast. To provide support for this podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash support Buddha. To access more teachings, visit buddhadailywisdom.com. 
There, you will discover a full range of courses, retreats, and online resources to assist you on the path to enlightenment. Remember to establish a daily, consistent meditation practice, along with learning and practicing these teachings. A well-developed meditation practice is the foundation in which to train the mind to attain enlightenment.